0: Turn into the podcast We on the couch We got B-Rav in the building Give us some B-Rav Sing to the ladies hey fellas We pull to the couch It's called a podcast Let me show you what to do My name is B-Rav And I know how to do it Let me show you all these girls I'm just pursuing It's a freestyle And we rocking it can you hear my voice? Are you liking it? What? Yeah. Hey. Yep.
1: We on the couch. We got bars. Hey. It's the DSC. <laughs> hey. It's the
2: DSC. <laughs> Tune in. Like, subscribe. DSC yeah. underscore podcast.
1: Ladies and gentlemen. Hey. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> children of <all> ages. <laughs> we can't even get started right, man. It is another day, another pod. And the trifecta, the three amigos, bud, why, sir, we all back together, man, for another episode of Don't sleep on the Couch. Tomorrow, I can't even say to my right or my left, so whoever's going to go first, go ahead.
2: Uh, it's your boy Cash, aka Exec P, 130, the DSC, I'm feeling glorious, feeling great, what's good with y'all boys, man?
1: Okay, okay, and we got Cash, so that means there's only one person left.
0: Mr. Unpopular Opinion, Mr. Prez, in the building, let's go. A.K.A. Bill Cartwright! <laughs> you take Bill him there, Bill then you coach him. Right. You take him there, then you coach him. Let's go. Bill
1: Cartwright. Let's not
0: forget about that. Oh man. You take them there you coach him. Okay. You I don't know coach. nothing about that. You you just you just do what you do. You you the okay. talent. Go out there and do what I tell you to do. Go. Yes, yes, coach.
1: Yes, coach. <laughs> yes, coach. No, I, I don't want no problems. Hey man, what's up, man? How y'all week been,
2: man? Ah uh, man, we've been working, man. We've been working man I seen more of y'all this week than I have seen in a while so that's cool that's cool uh it's been a light week for me um as far as work man um too no I worked 3 days this week but it's been, you know it was a lot while I was at work but you know getting through it getting through it getting too used to this vibe of uh you know these odd days and and the extra time with the family so I'm still enjoying it still enjoying it but I you know I kind of miss my coworkers like I said last week but you know, we're figuring things out, learning new things about myself and learning new things about this podcast, man. So I'm encouraged. I'm excited with the time, and we're using it. I think we're using it wisely, man.
0: Press? Uh, mine was good. Not like his depressing story that he was telling. Uh, Man, been getting knocking stuff out, man. Like, uh, actually, this week, actually, kind of, like, got back in the groove a little bit more. Had a little bit more time at work. Uh, like I said, like, just been a little bit upbeat. Been getting out a little bit more. Suns been out a little bit more this week. So, hey, hey, it's been nice. Nothing to complain about.
1: That's good. You know, my week was absolutely horrible. Probably one of the worst weeks ever. But you know, I'm gonna keep a smile on my face and keep pressing because that's what I do. All
0: right, man.
2: So, uh, Prez, so, you want wanna yeah. uh, speak on the uh, shout out our supporters? Yes, yeah,
0: We got, uh, we got Bird, Bird Game, Bird, <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> and then we still got Corey, the Foundation. The foundation. Yeah, uh, he's still holding us down. And uh, we actually had a question from one of them this week. Okay,
2: okay. What, what is it? What is it, man?
0: What was the question? Uh, how do we stay motivated with work, family, and career? Uh, put an emphasis on, like, uh, how you doing that in a pan- pandemic to keep your sanity.
2: Um, motivated with work. Uh, right now, it's, it's kind of hard for me to stay motivated uh, with work, to be honest with you, man. Um, after I found out I didn't make rank in finding out the numbers were really stacked against me to where it was damn near impossible and realizing I've worked my ass off for a lot of years in a row. And you know what I'm saying? It doesn't have to happen. I'm not owed a promotion. So it was kind of like, I started putting things into perspective and looking at family time and looking at all, all these different things that I'm going so hard to fulfill on one side with work, but I'm neglecting. Well, not neglecting, but not giving as much of my time. So, um, you know, I kind of between those, those two things, I started looking at things a little bit differently at work. And, and right now, the funny thing about it is I'm, I'm at my dream job, you know what I'm saying? So you can ultimately be working for certain things, uh, whether that be money or, um, you know, stat status in terms of a job that you ultimately want to get for, but you're not always, once you get there, Life may throw you a curveball, and the curveball was finding out that, like, dog, no matter how dope you think you are at what you do day in and day out, you know, it may not be in the cards. So, you know, now I'm just trying to navigate, you know what I'm saying, and and look on a positive side and say, you know, that may have been a sign for us to do something different as far as my family and I, you know what I mean? So. I'm looking forward to continuing to help the people that I work with as far as achieve their goals. So I'm focusing on other people at this point and trying to build them up. Um, you know, so if they, I'm big on education. So the people that work for me, I'm trying to push that on them or push certain, you know, certain certifications on them to try to at least so I can feel like I made them better by the time we depart. Ways. So that's that's on the work tip. Um,
0: Let's 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 let go yeah. each uh section. Let's pass it around. So let's stick on the work tip. Um, yeah, uh, you ready or you want me to jump? Oh, on? I'm on you can go. You
1: can go ahead. Go ahead,
0: man. So, as far as it like work for me, man, I'm gonna be completely honest with y'all. I never liked my job, I never did. Never. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, y'all remember like when I came in, uh, how we used to do it. You used to always be off work half time because, like, work, uh, I did do maintenance, do it late at night. Uh, or early in the morning, and I'm pretty much off the rest of the time, right? Uh, so, uh, the aspect I like of my job, one aspect is the troubleshooting part. When something's actually broken, getting it back and fixing it, because you feel like you done did something right there, right? Everything else is just just seemed minute and just boring as hell to me and my job. And what I'd have to do to stay focused from way back then to now is just like set a new, set my own personal goals each year. Each year I set goals and I set them up at certain points I want to hit them in, and I knock them out as I go. And that's the only way I have kept my sanity like for these 19 years I've been in and making sure I stay motivated to go because, like, as far as the job, I feel like they'll never put enough on my plate or the right things on my plate or the, the proper motivation to keep me going. It was what I had to do to find out. Uh, so uh, we got two aspects of our jobs, too. We got, like, one aspect that's just, like, uh, you're, you're on a set location or you got another one where you can be moving around a lot. So my first like couple 10 years, like I did the the settler thing and that was like waiting on me hard. And I was like, I got to find a new job quick. Uh, but then uh, I got switched over to the other one and with the newness of everything, constantly moving around, that done worked a lot better for me uh, and, and, but it's still just setting those own personal goals, man. And then whenever I had those great trouble, those troubleshooting opportunities, like, that's when I jump up and I'm motivated. I'm ready to go. But, uh, and then just <laughs> the one thing that you definitely can't control though, is the people around you. And when you have a bad crew around you, no matter where you go, talk that just, a, like, yeah, tell me about around. it. So yeah. no matter how hard I try to set these goals and do all this, like if that, if I ain't got the right crew around me, man, that ah, I can just, but ain't nothing you can do. You ain't doing the hiring or nothing like that. So, she just stuck in those situations for a little bit, sometimes to uh, start moving around, they they get fired, get kicked out, or something like that. So, uh, but yeah, yeah,
2: you know, and um, um, but what I was gonna add to that is like sometimes those people you got to weed them out, and that take more time on off your plate than feeding the people that are great at what they're doing and you trying to build up. So that yeah, that definitely can suck, man. But huh, man, what, what you got in terms of uh, the work life?
1: So, you know, when it comes down to work, man, so if, if, if y'all don't mind, to me, I think for me, this answer has three parts. You know, you said COVID times, work and career. So I think there's, there's three different parts of it to me. So I'm going to start with um, career. Um, it's funny. I've been in, I have, by paper, I've been in the Air Force for almost 19 years. By reality, I joined the Air Force a couple years ago. Um, What I mean by this is, throughout my career I've had a blast. I mean, listen, time has flown by for me because when you're out there doing how you want, when you want, what you want, things have been great. I've been extremely blessed. I mean, I got a phenomenal job. The military's hooked me up in that sense. Um, I've had an opportunity to make very good money. I've been a couple of good places. But on the uniform, you know, on the left side, it says U.S. Air Force. On the right side, it says your last name. I would say for probably a good strong 14, 15 years, I don't know if i ever really paid attention to the left side, except for when it paid me. I was worried about the right side. So, and what I mean by that is it was very easy to be motivated for the right side because that was me, you know it opened my eyes at what I really want to do when I get out of the military and all these other different things. Now, the problem that I'm having now in career is trying to mesh the right side with the left side because some of the morals from the the Hudson side don't always mesh with the morals from the Air Force side. And that's not always, sometimes it's very difficult to do. Now, being in a leadership position and leading these people, what I find as difficult is I lead through experience. I give people what I didn't have. My best supervisor was my worst supervisor because he didn't force me to do absolutely anything. At the time, you couldn't tell me he wasn't the bomb.com. Hindsight 2020, when I'm looking at my damn search, I'm like, shit, how come I only got this, this and that in comparison to my peers? You realize it wasn't necessarily the best case. So career motivation, now it's just trying. The motivation is easy because I'm trying to just see how I can intertwine the Hudson with the Air Force to make that one seamless force. During COVID times, man, my motivation is very simple. I got all kind of turmoil going on that can that, can, that will break down the normal person. But the iron the prize for me is getting through this to get get home, get back to the crew, to bring my my Voltron the the, the back together. So that motivation is like is the pure drive and the carrot at the end of the stick. Anything that gets in, in the way of that, man, hell, may, may the Lord be with you, man. We gotta have a problem. So that motivation for me is very, very simple. It's just driving to get to that point. Now the third one, you said everyday work. What's the motivation? Is you gotta, get, you gotta get out of the buffet mindset. See, and what I mean by buffet mindset is sometimes we go to work and we put so much on our plate. I want to eat this. I want to eat that because our eyes get big. We see a problem. We want to fix this problem, this problem, this problem, and that problem. And you want to fix them all. But the thing is, your stomach and your appetite and your eyes are bigger than what your stomach can actually handle. So when you get out of that buffet mindset, you got to get yourself down to that kids meal and say, okay, I'm going to focus in on this. I'm going to focus in on this one thing while I want to fix 100 other things. I'm going to put my attention and my efforts into this because this is the only thing that I can control at this one moment. So I'm going to try to focus in on this one thing. Now, there's going to be things that deter you, but use that as your motivational piece in in the career, I mean, the work section. Say, hey, let me work on this, put my effort into this, and if it goes where I want, great. And if it does, then I move on to the next one. So that's my approach, but I don't know.
2: Yeah, I was talking to a troop um, or a person I supervised uh, not too long ago. And I was like, well, if you have four projects and you 75% done with all of them, but you didn't meet the deadline with all four of these projects, you 100% non-compliant. And she was like, well, what does that mean? I was like, well, you you have to finish one thing, then finish the other, you know what I'm saying? And give everything, you know, the time that it needs so that you can be successful. You can't meet all these demands and put these... These crazy parameters on your on your work lifestyle when it's just it's not enough hours in a day, bro. And that that doesn't mean staying at work late and neglecting your family. You know what I mean? That just means keeping it a buck with your supervisor or anybody that you owe something from. Like, yo, I'm working this. I'm gonna get it done. I'm I'm working some other things. This is in my queue, and and anybody can respect that. Anybody can respect it from the the top of your leadership all the way down to the lowest level that that's above you. So. Yeah, yeah, you yep. hit on a good point there, huh?
0: And then to hit on that COVID uh, point, like, what I'm doing, like, right now, man, I got an end goal. Like, y'all know my end goal. Like, it's it's less than a year away, bro. So, like, whatever I can do, like, that's 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 that's, that's my motivation. Hold on, hold on. Hub, we can't see you. But then also, uh, on top of that, like, it would be just, like, a lot of people ain't getting paid. A lot of people out there losing jobs and stuff. Like, they having all this. I'm still getting paid. My family's still fed. And like, if all I gotta do is just go in, or whatever I gotta do to just go in, put a smile on my face, be happy out there, I'm gonna do that. Just so my family keeps uh, being fed, yeah. We can keep living like we live until this does pass over, and then I can look at the other options. But right, right now, hey, I'm definitely motivated to do what they asking me to do right now because I want to be out there on the other side in that unemployment line. You know,
2: we bless, we definitely bless, brother. <laughs> so right. that's
1: you know that's that's a big that's a big piece to it when you talk about so, and that's one thing that people looking at like man. Um, I know somebody who was about to get out of the military and you know, they offered to cancel their their retirement to stay in longer. And the reason being because they was like, Look, I'm getting out, but like ain't nobody got no job in the States. Like, that's a that's a real life fear to some. That is a that is a real life fear and concern to a lot of different people who are in the military getting out because I mean, if we call in a spade, a spade a lot of people the take care the military takes care of you. If you don't take care of yourself,
2: mm-hmm.
1: when you get out, there's no, there's no Willy Wonka ticket that says I got it in the military and I'm guaranteed success. That's why there's a lot of veterans on the side of the street saying I'm getting out to go work at the post office while well, there's nothing wrong working at the post My mom worked at the post office for a long time. That, that may not be what everybody chooses to do. And unfortunately, everybody doesn't have a job in the military that translates. That's just facts. Some people, the most you are gonna make is in the position you in right now in the military because you didn't necessarily get that position, nor did you take care of yourself to position yourself to get that job. But I would tell them, him or them or anybody else right now, people looking at Corona the wrong way. Is it bad? Yeah, it's got some badness to it. Is it some horrible things happening? Yeah, damn sure is. But right now they're offering so many free classes. Um, like books it's too and stuff much. for you to improve yourself. It's so much out there it's that so you can much.
0: do. It's you need to leave.
2: Here's here's the thing, Corey. And if you're listening, brother, you are the asset. The people are always the asset. So you need to balance out taking care of yourself. And the mission's going to be there. You're going to take care of the mission because you're a stand-up dude. Anybody that gives a damn about their work ethic and stuff like that in their job, you can care about it this much. You know what I mean? But you, you're going to put forth the effort, but you have to take care of you. That way, when it's time to walk away and you've had enough shit, and that it's not to say that um, the military's a bad place because we've all learned a lot from what we've been through in trials and tribulations, but at the same time, I can walk away tomorrow with what I got yep. in my bank account, what I got in my degrees—they're not on the wall—but what I have in my certifications and my experience—and be Gucci. I know that. And if I'm not, I'm gonna take my other talents and make some money. I ain't—I—I—I'm I, good. You know what I'm saying? And that's a wonderful feeling to be able to be like, you know what? I've done this to death in 20 years. There's nothing to sneeze at. Or 21, 22, whenever I decide to roll. But I—I got to do 36. something. I gotta do something different.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but let me let me tag on to this, Corey, man. And I'm 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 really glad you posed this question, man. And to, and if you have other questions, please, please, please pose them because this type, this is the type of conversation that it's good to have. Um uh cash made a good point. I've always said, first off, make no mistake about it. The United States Air Force has taken care of me and mine for quite some years. I will forever be grateful for what they've been able to provide me and mine, whether that's been housing, food, family, all of this stuff. But at the same time that I say that, I need you to understand that the military can sometimes be golden handcuffs. What I mean by golden handcuffs is gold. Everybody likes gold. It looks good. But if you are not careful, you are trapped. When you get to an end of your enlistment, you need to be in the position where you're saying, do I want to re-enlist. Not shit. I have to re-enlist because I haven't taken care of what I need to take care of. A lot of people, they get in and they get complacent. They think, well, I'm getting a check on the first and 15th. You know, my bills, I can afford my payments. I'm good. I mean, we are not even taking the time to educate ourselves on the most basics of things that we are going through. I challenge and I'm attempting to insult you and everybody else that I'm talking to. And I hope I get under your skin is, do you really know what the hell going on in your life with your money, with your education? You ask somebody, Hey, where you at on your degree? Oh, I got a couple of classes. What classes? Oh, about six or eight. How do you not know? How are you pursuing a goal? If I told you I'm trying to do something, but I can't tell you how or what I'm trying to do. Or bullshit. Stop checking it's just bullshit boxes to, me. to be a good stop checking boxes to be a good human being. Oh man, I got a savings, I got a TSP, and, and I got a Roth. And I, when I turn around and say, what fund are you investing in? Oh, I don't know. Well, how much are you putting in? I don't know. Well, what's your return? What's what's the interest rate in your account? I don't know. That's like, that's like, that makes no sense. So as far as motivation, the biggest motivation that any of us need on anything is making you better. How are you making you better? And I can't answer that for you, Cash, or Prez can't answer that. You got to look in yourself in that mirror and say, what am I doing to make me better? And that's okay. for anybody out there.
0: So uh, let's let's swing it now to the family portion. <laughs> what are y'all doing to stay motivated and stay in the, intertwined with the family aspect? Everybody's at home. Everybody's at home. Let's
2: go, Cash. So, um, you know, I have four kids in total, but three live with me. Um, they're all three different ages. So for me, it's like trying to find time to spend... Because they all want to do different things. They all don't like the same thing. So it's just trying to find times to have discussions and talks and or just sit and be, you know what I mean? And, and, and get off of my phone. Stop thinking about what I can do to make the podcast better or stop thinking about what I can do to make myself better or like, just, just be present. You know what I mean? That's all I'm trying to do is be more present. Um, and, and with the wife as well, it's just like, yo, we, we enjoy watching our TV shows and, and stuff like that and just relaxing and eating and eating good food. That's what we kind of enjoy when we in the house. So, you know, just trying to, instead of just sitting on a couch while she cooking, just going in, you know, going in the kitchen and talking with her and, having discussions about just random things, you know what I'm saying, and, and and enjoying that time. So that's what we're trying to do is, you know, you know, learn a little bit more about each other because the ripping and running has slowed down a lot.
0: All right, I want to just let you know. When I said my vows and I did the I do's, I didn't know I was literally going to be locked on the island with somebody for this long, man. <laughs> this is what I signed up for. This is what I signed up for. This is getting very, very hard, man. Like it's day to day making up new things to do. I'm not gonna lie, it's, it's been a struggle for me, man. Like on, on that on that portion, family wise and everything, just because like your day to day usually takes you away from the person, so you got a chance to miss them. But like, but like when you're stuck right there in they face, like nonstop, like people say, yeah, I could do it, but like when you when you're really faced with it, what we turn not to, it's just like, man, like. It's, it's it's more work than the work I do. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's what it turned into. Like, uh, like, you said, watching the TV shows and eating, that, I, don't, I get old at the minute to me, too. Like, I'd have seen every TV show. I didn't want to watch nothing else that I don't want to watch. I want to go back here and do this right here. But I know I need to still spend that time. So that part has been a struggle. Just like, Quit being selfish. Got to quit doing this. You got to find something for the wife. You got to keep the kids motivated. You got to got to got to get them in school. Uh, the teacher only giving you so much. You got to find a way to kind of get the kids still engaged where they constantly learning. Cause everything I don't know about how y'all's been doing. Like it seems like everything the teachers them been sending is just stuff they can already do. And I'm like, I know that that's not school. School, you learn something new. I don't feel like they there. Yeah, it's it's half it's half and half. Something new. Yeah, half and half for me because yeah, so.
2: my older son he don't do a lot for school, but my youngest my kindergartner oh yeah they got him locked and loaded so it's kind of it's a little little half and half with the ki- with the boys that are in yeah. school.
0: How about you on that hood?
2: I, I know you away from the so, family we, and stuff, so how, yeah, it's a, you got a different dynamic.
1: So it's a different dynamic, it, it, but it's it's similar at the same time. Um, you know, we've been doing electronic communications for a minute now. You know what I mean. So I think it's different now because with 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 moms having all the boys, you know, that's can be stressful to her. So you know, I try to help her out with stuff that like that. I just having those conversations. Our conversations and talks just happen at different times. You know, when I wake up at five thirty, six o'clock in the morning, I got to be ready to talk about the budget because she coming locked and loaded, ready to rock and roll. You know what I mean? Because that's at that time of the day for her is a different, you know what I mean? So it's a different time zone. So sometimes that poses this challenge. It's not necessarily just that conversation. So it has its difficulties within that sense. But then at the same time, the difficulties for her, which is really she on some some G shit because the twins are there, but they're on their school schedule still from here. And then my oldest is there, but he's on his school schedule from there. So she's up with the twins in the middle of the night doing their work. But then has to be up somewhat to honor to the sixteen year old where he does his work. Luckily for us, majority—I mean, all my kids—they pretty much do fairly well when it comes down to education. But for her, sleeping is not really on a regular schedule right now. It's horrible. So that's one part that we—I mean—we're truly looking forward to just having a bit of norm- normalcy um, within the whole family dynamic. And it's going to be some. There's going to be a, a, a great adjustment period. We understand that. So. And just trying to get to an understanding and a place with that will be, will be good. And just as far as the motivation, like I said, it's similar to before. It's like, we just chart down the days. Every day they go by, it's another day closer, another day closer to saying, okay, we can stop doing this. I can stop paying rent in two different locations and, you know, supporting two different households and all those other good things. And, you know, having a parent over the iPad, which is, it's not effective. I mean, it's not effective at the standpoint of you got a 16-year-old who's six foot two, damn near almost 200 pounds. And I'm trying to say, shoot, 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 shoot your ass down. Absol- I
2: know it. I know it. I have a 16-year-old girl. He, he takes yeah. the phone like this. <laughs> you know, so, yeah.
1: you
0: know so, so, we, so we understand the dynamics that's going on. How do you stay motivated on that portion, though?
1: What, you stay motivated by just knowing that, you know, you still, you don't, you never quit. You never quit trying to still be there and be present as much as you can. You you stay motivated by saying, hey, even though I may not necessarily feel like me giving you a stern talking to over the phone may not be as effective, you still cannot quit on what you're doing. And how I stay motivated is the same way I say motivated to everything else, knowing that each day that go by, it's one less day I got to do this through an iPad. For sure, for sure. That,
2: that's that's real. And, uh,
0: for your situation? Is that Pete?
2: With my with my daughter,
0: like on the motivated, like how do how do you like like um, you explain what was going on? How do, how are you staying like motivated every day to get up and like oh, I gotta gotta get this done? Whatever
2: with the family, yeah. Uh, what's motivating is just learning learning more about my family, man, and things that I don't know, and having the conversations that we typically don't have the time to have because you got to think about when you come home, you have like a limit, what three hours max a family time before everybody's going to bed or off to doing their own thing. So I'm motivated by learning a little bit more about my kids and what, you know, what they are thinking and what they're, you know, what they want to do or whatever. So that's what keeps me motivated is continuing to learn about your family because just like you, you go out and do your own thing. They go out and live their life too in different aspects. So sometimes you get to learn a lot about your kids and what they like and, and who they are by just being Present with them and asking them questions and just having, you know, good, you know, just random talks around the house. Hell, shooting hoops, shooting hoops with my my oldest son. We do the most talking out there, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. outside of that, he upstairs in his room playing video games, talking to his friends from back in the States. So, you know what I'm saying? Even though sometimes he'd be up here a little bit too long and I'm like, hey, man, come join society and get back downstairs with the family. I got to give him that time to talk to his family back in the States and his friends back in the States and, and understanding that that's his comfort zone as well. You know what I mean? So I can't take him away from that. So learning all those different types of things that I wasn't taking the time to to think about is, is rewarding for me. You know what I mean? Because I think that uh, as far as the kids and my wife, we on the same page now, as far as what we want to do. You know what I mean? So, um, and we've been talking about a lot more about finances, a lot more about retirement, a lot more details instead of just surface level conversation. That sometimes we're just too tired to have those conversations, you know. So, that's when been keeping me motivated because I know there's something else that's uh, that's happening as far as preparation and learning. My family.
0: So yeah, man. Like for me though, man, it's like uh, as a parent, your kids like. You know your kids look up to you in a certain type of light. Like they look at you, oh, dad knows this, mom knows this. Your parents they they can help me out with this right here. And it's coming like uh, with all the schoolwork and everything that goes in. Like uh, that that can kind of show like, oh, he don't really know about this right here. Like, but so I got to go find that time to actually like learn this list. This new way they're doing math and learning. Cause I don't want to lose that in their eye. I like, I still want to keep that title. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's yep. that's that's honestly like what's what's like motivating me going. Like I was like, well, whatever they learn it new, like I don't learn it this way. I forget the old ways that we was taught and stuff like this and learn it their way. And uh so I can still be intelligent in their eyes or the one that they want to go to for answers before they start they spend all this time. I want them to lose and be like, dad don't really know shit.
1: <laughs> hey but i'm gonna tell you something i'm gonna give you a little let me give you a little parent and toolbox tip i just saw, saw this today man you know they offering um for military people and their dependents k through 12 tutor.com you get to use it for free i mean they'll help you with or whatever you know professional tutors you know i tell my kids man don't ask me ask the tutor that's what they get paid for it's my job to supply you with resources. I am a connector. My five voices is connector. I will
2: connect your ass with a tutor. Not, not a bad approach. I mean.
0: All right. And then to wrap this thing up, just like, how are y'all doing, like, uh, offline, like, away from the family? Like, what are you doing, like, personally to stay motivated on top of all this? It ain't work or whatever. Like, what are you doing? Um, the DSC
2: underscore podcast. Yeah, that's that's what's keeping me going. Hey, that's that's exactly this is this is exactly this. what's keeping me going. Learning new things uh, every single day about the pod, and you know, learning YouTube and how to monetize and how to make what we do. Uh, you know, it's not about the money, but at the same time, we do take a lot of time away uh, from our families by doing this. And then I, I want to have something to show for it yeah. to my family too. You know what I'm saying? To say, hey, you know. You know, at one, one at one point I want to be like, you know what, this vacation that we took is courtesy a DSC podcast. You know what
0: I mean? Like that's maybe a
2: ultimate. He's goal. still
0: not the business account people. He's still not
2: the business. Account
1: already. <laughs> but nah, you know <laughs> so. You know we don't. Went on, he don't
0: went on the trip.
2: <laughs> I done, hey man, I got I got I got big dreams, big dreams, man. You know. <laughs> But yeah, that, that's, but yeah, that's that's the same it, thing. I had business have
0: been booming, man. Creative ideas, and we've been talking non stop behind the scenes. And we've been trying to find new things to bring out here for this. That's what's been keeping me motivated on uh, personally, offline away from all of this. Like, I got a little bit of school that's going to, but uh, yeah, definitely just striving just on this and learning new stuff. Uh, I think if I don't talk to Ezek P probably like three four times a day, it's it's, it's been weird. <laughs> Pretty much,
2: man. Uh Hugg, what about you? I mean the, the podcast, really. The
1: podcast and um been trying to work out to eat a little bit better, you know what I'm saying? You know, Hedrico, C, you, you, know. That,
2: you losing that neck weight.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know, <laughs> don't got a little, I don't, you know what I'm saying, leaving something for the fans around here, man. I lost a little Hadrik around here now and then. Um just kind of trying to run in a little well, I'm gonna say running, you know, your knees of mine don't do too much running, but you know, bike riding, you know, all kind of stuff and just kind of keep myself busy, man, because believe it or not, you know, coming home and the kids ain't here no more, the, you know, the wife and him ain't here no more, so what the quietness impression. ain't exactly everything's cracked up to be. You know, it you get kind of weird, like, you, I want up there, I wanted some water so bad, and I just found myself like saying, Jede! and then nobody answered. Damn. That's... Get them get them a damn self. It was very difficult.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> what I what I would definitely say on that, man, it's just like uh, we, as you see, we all got the podcast that's keeping us going. Just find something that you're creative in and, and, and attack it. Just don't don't slack on it. Don't don't put it as a backburn to say I'm building up these. Just just go in. Yeah. Forward. Just jump out if you, if it, you fail it, motivated. Yeah. If you it.
2: fail, it don't look as good the first time. Right. Well shit. You gotta shoot your shot and figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not gonna get better. Kobe. Yeah, you're not gonna get better at something if you don't fucking try,
0: you know. So. so get up off your asses, quit quit doubting yourself, and just go do it. Mm-hmm. You get some, you'll learn out of it either failure or success. And I will tell you right now, this right here is a lot of failure that's just slowly creeping into success. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: and a lot of the failures, <laughs>
0: playing boy,
2: yeah, and a lot of the failures have actually been successes to other people that have viewed it or listened to it, so
0: yeah.
2: you never know what people gonna like, man, so, uh, with that said, man, uh, let's, let's, uh, we all yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. Yo, it's your man, Rodrigo, from the Don't See When Couch podcast. Hey, do me a favor, man. Go to all your social media, your Twitter, your Instagram, your YouTube, your Facebook. Find us, DSC underscore podcast. Like, share, subscribe. Hit us up. Peace.
2: Let's let's move on to some sports, some lighthearted stuff, man. Boys, this last dance, man. We've been covering that quite extensively. So let's talk. Let's talk about the Isaiah Thomas stuff, man. Because uh, we've been seeing that all week, and him and Jordan and Rod Thorn and everybody kind of been going back and forth in terms of who should have been on the dream team, and did Jordan stop him from being on the dream team? And you know, we've heard all of this back and forth. But I mean, fellas, how, how did how do y'all really feel about it? Let, let's get let's cut through the bullshit. How do y'all feel about Isaiah Thomas being left off that team at that time?
0: He's good. He's a talented, right? But just like we just talked about in that last little portion, being in the wrong environment, work environment, can bring everything else down. And I think he's that one person that was in that wrong work environment. Like he, he's an asshole. Let's not let's not sugarcoat it. Like he was an asshole. Which one, Jordan or Isaiah? Asshole. Isaiah, Isaiah. Oh. I mean, I mean, Jordan was the good kind of motivator. I think, like, yeah, he, he stayed on you, but it was always to push you. Uh, uh, Isaiah was like, "I'm gonna win by any means. I'm like, I'm gonna skirt the rules. I'm gonna do all this to like get you down." Like, he was always on that level, and and then not not being as friendly, or or like not even as friendly, cordial, or being the the true sportsman. Up in that little situation. I think when he I didn't
1: shake that hands, that was that was that was the that was the, the kiss of death for him.
0: Yeah, like you can only take it so far. Like if he was playing a role, he played that role too damn good. Because like <laughs> I still believe it to this day when he talking like, "Bro, you just an asshole." <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, facts is somebody had made a post and I was like, "Oh, that's kind of true." Isaiah Thomas the only person to beat Bird, Magic, and Jordan all in their prime.
0: But do you root for him ever? Yeah. Did you bring up his name? Yeah, he's one of I my favorite point guards ever. I mean, they, were,
1: they were the bad guys. I mean, they did he trip the bad boy? That's what they were, you know? They played a brand of basketball in a time in basketball that people like Lebanon James couldn't survive. You know, and I, matter of fact, I won't say that he couldn't survive. It would be different than what he's used to right now. So, therefore, I don't know if he would be as effective. And people think, oh, yeah, he'll be as effective. I don't think so when you're getting hit and beat up like that because that's a different type of ball game. And I don't think LeBron has the finesse game needed to to survive or something like that. Because the way they were playing back then in the 80s and and early 90s, and honestly, trending towards late late 90s, basketball was just as physical, if not in certain cases, more physical than football.
2: Here's what I got to say. It's... you know, how you progress in life, um, whether it's on the court or off the court, is through relationships. You know what I mean? So if you ain't got the right relationships, even if you pass all the criteria, you know what I'm saying, as far as your job and what you do and being the best at it, you may not get those certain opportunities. And I think this is what happened to Isaiah, um, just based on how he played, how his team played the game, how they came across how they were going to beat you up if you came into the lane, how they weren't going to shake your hand, and just their overall approach to the game kind of rubbed a lot of dudes the wrong way. They were like, okay, all right, y'all going to play physical, but y'all don't have to go here with it. You know what I mean? And Isaiah and them boys wasn't looking to be your friend too at the same time. It wasn't this friendly stuff outside of hooping. You know what I mean? Even with how cats are friendly today, Isaiah was – The same Isaiah, regardless of whether we was on the court or off the court. And I don't think Cats could get that through their mind. Now, on the flip side of that, when it comes to selecting him for the Dream Team, they were dead ass wrong for that. I don't care if you don't like the guy or whoever made that decision, but it just felt like it was Jordan's time or whatever as the superstar of the league. And then every (laughs) other superstar, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, uh, Scottie Pippen, and everybody else, Behind the scenes, they didn't really mess with him either. So I think they took the players' feelings into account and disregarded what Isaiah did. I mean, you talking about that man ain't never missing... Up until that point, he was not ever... How can I say this? He was never not an all-star. He won two championships, and he busts all their ass at some time or another. You know what I'm saying? Now, regardless of the, the sportsmanship shit... That's cool, but the credentials, come on, man. He could have he could have had that spot over at least five of those dudes on that team, and they specifically John Stockton.
0: So I'll ask you in a different type of situation. Philadelphia Eagles, you rode with T.O. on that then, huh?
2: With what? The whole situation with T.O.?
0: When y'all kicked him out uh, because of the whole up there with him and McNabb just, just hit how he was affecting the locker room. You're riding with T.O. on something like that. You're riding with an A.B. on something like that. When you come and just that negativity can kill a locker room, kill dynamics, and all this stuff, right? Why was a dream team created?
2: It was to, to get win. NBA players. It was good to get NBA players. It was to win. We so hadn't, so we, we you, you weren't going to win with Isaiah Thomas. He's a better not, player. Not in guys. that
0: right environment. When you get a hostile environment, it can cause you to lose. I just named two cases right there where you get this hostile yeah, but that, environment. But those it messes don't up correlate, the whole dynamics. Those
2: don't right? correlate at all, Prince. Those don't correlate. Those dudes were How? already you one on the person, team.
0: One person can come in there and just throw off the whole dynamics, But they were in a already the, like They were that. already on the
2: team. You know what I'm saying? You're making a decision with people from – these aren't
0: the players' decision. That wasn't the
2: players' decision to make.
0: I, I didn't think it was a player. I thought it was like a coach that's going to – a coach or whoever over going to have that ultimate decision, and that's how I would look at it. Like, do I throw this dynamic on there when the wait? what I'm told here is to win. If I know one player dynamic can go up in here and just ruin all that and this team will not jail. I'm not putting them on my team. I don't care how great you are. Like I, I don't want to deal with it. I can still win with all these other players. I got a, I got a, a, that roster was still amazing. It was still amazing. Don't
2: yeah. Don't get me wrong. But you know, to me, it's, it's a lot of backdoor talking and relationship things, and it had nothing to do with basketball, which was kind of corny to me. At the end of the day, you know what I mean. That the but men you- couldn't, grown men couldn't sit down and get past that. You know what I'm saying, and but
0: that, you that had your, you had Isaiah. Isaiah had the oh, as long as my family loved me, I don't give a damn about nobody else' attitude the whole time. So now, when you when that family is gone and like they all broken up and like you're not getting love, nobody else don't go back whining about it. That's what you asked for. You was like in that whole little time frame, you was like, as long as my family loved me. Well, hey, this is outside your family, so you ain't getting the love. Shut the hell up move on.
2: So what you're telling me <laughs> is that you should be cool with that? Like, if you in a position and you're better than at least half of that damn team or, ha- or more accomplished than half of that team, you should be cool with being left off of it? Just based on relationships?
0: We see, a lot, we see this happen to a lot of people. I'm saying like, this is a lot of greats. Your attitude goes along with it too, though. When you can't meld with a, with a certain group, like, it's it's not gonna work. Like, you can't be mad at that. If you can't change up your attitude, like that's a big portion of it too. Hud, what do you think? Fair enough. Fair enough.
1: So I do think Isaiah shouldn't have been left off. I do think um, he was kind of deaf by association. I think his team was hated for a lot of period of time for some stuff that they did. But him being the point guard, he was a ringleader, and he didn't he didn't do anything to separate himself from that. For instance, do I think if he was on the team that they would have not won? No, he was a very good basketball player. So I agree with you in that sense, Cash. I do feel that he was a better player than John Stockton. He may not have been a better fit than John Stockton um, as far as what they needed for that team, as far as what John Stockton did for that team. Because people, a lot of people downplayed that white right with John Stockton. John Stockton was, for what he needed to do, he did his part. As a point guard, Isaiah Thomas is clearly a better player than John Stockton. Would I be pissed and does he have a right to be pissed? Of course he does. If you look at, if you are gonna be truthful and honest, Isaiah Thomas, and I don't care how you slice it, and anybody's book has to be in the top five point guards of all time. I don't care how you slice it. So when you're saying you're in the top five and they're creating a dream team and you're active, able and playing and not being able to be included, you have a right to be upset. But then that also goes to show you how many relationships that were fractured by you that the other individuals on that team and I guarantee it was more than just Jordan. It wasn't just Jordan said, don't play. And no, you no,
0: don't get
2: to
1: play. No, no. So it, Jordan takes the blame, but there was other people who are, who were who are part of that decision-making process. So Isaiah, while you have a right to be mad, you also need to do a little self-reflection and realize what part of that you played in it. But yes, so both of you are right in a certain sense. Cash, you're right. He is a better player than a lot. Christian Leitner, mm-hmm. really? Stop. He's better than a lot of players, but he may not have been a better fit. So in that case, I think they had the right people for the right team.
2: Cool. Yo, good. Fair, fair and valid, valid concerns, man. But for lack of beating a dead horse, let's move on to the next topic. Let's stay in the NBA and then we're gonna get to the NFL uh and, and kind of get move on with the, you know, because we got some cowboy talk coming up as far as uh Andy Dalton is now a cowboy. What does that mean? What the hell are the cowboys doing? We got some Brett Favre comments on Aaron Rodgers uh, you know, not ending his career in Green Bay. But up next, man, Draymond and his damn KD. That boys, why 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 is Draymond still talking about this?
0: I don't know. Because I don't care. They won a couple championships together. Like, it don't work out all the time. Like, what why are you like everybody should have moved on? He'd have moved on, you done moved on. He like, ain't talking about it still. Yeah, yeah. KD, just uh, just let it be. Where's
1: I it? think Draymond still trying to remain relevant. And I think Draymond has realized that that shine of Golden State is over. And what I mean by being over is that, you know, the world has moved on from that, you know. And even when the NBA does come back, you guys are not going to be the hottest ticket in town right now. Yeah. So yeah. this is something that some people who love controversy will still love to hear about. So they're going to, I said, the good thing is all, you got to realize all publicity is good publicity. And he realizes that, so this makes him relevant to. Women. So that's why we're still talking about it. But Draymond realized that their time is over. Um, nobody cares about him and Dr- and and Katie's beef. Um, right now, the biggest concern is when the NBA comes back. Now, I think a better comment and topic for us to talk about, if we don't even get into this, is with NBA teams. Like I know, I think I saw a report that the Miami Heat were allowed to go back and start practicing at the the arena. So with that stuff starting to happening. It looks like they're going to try their very best to rekindle the NBA season. Now, of course, they're not going to finish out the, the entire season. It's going to be a condensed version. But a NBA season that comes back, gentlemen, and this is completely switching gears like I typically do. That's fine. That's fine. But uh, a, a, a rested LeBron, a rested players, injured players who've had now almost three months, well, I ain't going to say three months, but an extra month and a half to recover, what does that NBA look like, and does that shakeup make it interesting? And does it give an asterisk to whoever wins the title this year if they do have an NBA season that comes back?
0: You mean like an asterisk was put on the Miami Heat when they that was won not on an the short, that was not an asterisk on the short call, right? season? I'm just asking. Um, like, is that what we talk no, about that type of asterisk? No, Bill, nobody had Spurs. Has, nobody Spurs, has Spurs back in
2: '99, I think, or two thousand. Yes, was that was an asterisk. I I wouldn't say that because they went on to win four more. So yeah. It, well, not back-to-back. But <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying it was real, uh, what they were building. But, I mean, I feel you. I feel you, man. I can't wait. If the NBA does come back, regardless of when it comes back, we got to have a champion. Everybody goes through the same – everybody's going through the same exact issues, so there would should not be an asterisk. Like, everybody missed this time. Everybody has to, had to deal with the uncomfortability of this pandemic. So, everybody's on an even playing field. So, if you put an asterisk on anybody's win – championship win whoever that may be then you're just a hater to me
0: yeah and i, I mean, and i, I mean, would and what, i wouldn't from what you attributes. said what you were saying was just like it's, it's a possibility that more players are going to be out here so this is the true competition this is going to be the best test of your talents and your team uh as right now like so well you, should, and that's you what shouldn't I'm, turn down this challenge this should be like an asterisk just like hey this team Beat everybody at their best. Like it should well, be that type of action. That's like what I'm they, saying, they Chris. rose to the challenge on that. And then uh but I I would like to switch it up a little bit on that too was just like, hey, also the March Madness didn't happen this year. Right? Right. So mm-hmm. what what in the world is the NBA draft gonna
2: look like? It's gonna look nuts. It's like, gonna look nuts this year.
1: It's gonna be the most potentially it's gonna be the most drafted off potential that you've ever seen because you don't have the tape to go with it. You don't have that those clutch moments the One and
2: done's all of the one and duns, you know what I'm saying? Like how are they, you know, it's the guys may, that would have shined. They may um, have to
1: do a two and through.
2: Right. The upperclassmen that would have shined possibly in the tournament. They don't get that opportunity. Um, but still, you know, you still got your guys like um the ball brothers, um, that's gonna probably go number one, of the two kids that were overseas. Uh, possibly going number one so i'm 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 still interested it's uh i'm I'm bigger hoop fan than NFL fan, but I know this is a little bit different this year because they didn't have their marquee mm-hmm. month to kind of do their last um, scouting, you know what I mean so to speak but but yeah boys a uh, good topic man uh, I can't wait to see what happens with the NBA and hopefully they open up some facilities uh, here in the near future to uh, you know get this show back on the road. But on to NFL, man. Uh, we can start anywhere—the Brett Favre thing with Aaron Rodgers and them drafting a quarterback and how he feels, or the the Cowboys thing. We all want to start roll with that.
0: Let's start with the Brett Favre.
2: All right. So, why do you, why do you feel that uh, they keep painting Aaron Rodgers as an asshole? Do you see him as an asshole, like behind the scenes, or I'm not understanding what's happening to where he would be that offended by them drafting a quarterback?
0: Uh, anything they can do to offend Aaron Rodgers who proceeded to come out there and throw six TDs on my Raiders this last year in a single game, uh, let it be done. Uh, I I hate the dude. Uh, I don't like his attitude. Uh, but, I mean, it's the same thing that was done with him on Real Talk. Like, uh, Brett Favre, like, he came in at that same little time frame. The thing that they say is, like, he moved up. And with the team being so close to actually making – going deeper uh, into the playoffs, uh you just needed weapons. Like, why did they draft a weapon? Well, you got to kind of think about what's going to be there next year. Well, uh, is this the opportunity? If they do move up, like, does that put them for, even further down and further away from actually uh, drafting successor? Like, you got to think business wise on this, too. It may have just been, hey, this is our opportunity. We know we're going to have to go for it next year. We're going to give up everything. Or do we just like give up one pick right now, trade up, and let's get the successor going? Uh, and think of the long-term of this franchise because uh, Aaron Rodgers is only thinking about himself in this situation. I mean, let's be honest. Like that's what he want to do. He want to sit there and be the leader so he can continue to make more money so he can keep building on his legacy and have something more when he's done. The Packers on the other hand, they want their franchise to keep going at least into the playoffs. You know what I mean? So right now we got a playoff caliber team. If I can buy get a quarterback and throw him in and he can be up under uh, Aaron Rodgers for a little bit and learn it, i get the, uh, the rest of the pieces later on. We'll keep going to the playoffs in the meantime. I feel, I feel you. I,
1: I, feel think you Brett. Favre, I think Brett Favre is just seeing the writing on the wall of what, of what he saw, what happened to him directly in his career. And he's saying, hey, you know what? Um, Aaron Rodgers is going to be the same type of person that he was and say, hey, I'm not really going to hey, stand uh, for this, we, and we I'm going to go
2: somewhere else. He's uh, he moving. <laughs> he moving all over the place. All right, there we go. There you go. Perfect. There we go. All right, I um, I'm gonna get a stand,
1: okay? Get a stand. Next time, I have a stand, okay? It's it's cool, fancy ass boy. Really? Um, oh, no, you just moving all over the guy, <laughs> giving me. But it's cool. Yeah, bro. so um, I just feel like Brett, Brett Farr No, yeah, no, your oh, face was. I like I feel like Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Brett.
2: You were like, oh, you were like that, like for like maybe the last ten minutes. I was talking on the phone. You know the people. Um, the people see that. People see it. They see. It. They see it. What?
0: We real. We real around here. <laughs>
2: Go ahead, man. Uh, but, we but, wrong. We wrong. Saying. We like, raw. Don't,
0: don't know how real we wrong right now. <laughs> yeah,
1: but um, Brett Favre just realizing he's seeing that Aaron Rodgers' his trajectory, his career is going around the same path that his did. It's he nap, knows how the, the, the package front office work. How the package front office work when they feel like they've done. You know what? You going
2: <laughs> it's nap time. He <laughs> tucked the baby in. Y'all, y'all see when y'all see the video. Go ahead, man. Go ahead, man. I can't. Um, you, guys, you make me laugh, man. <laughs> <laughs> he just saw the same thing. I don't even want to talk about it. Uh, no more. <laughs> all right, look, man. I don't know what the hell Aaron Rodgers be going through, man. Like, but he has been injured over the last few years, man. And they gotta, they gotta do what they gotta do. Like Pres said, as a business, man. But if you keep balling out and doing your thing, then. You should be cool, but at the same time, I think Stephen A. said this, man, uh, since they drafted Aaron Rodgers, and I was like, this is an interesting, it wasn't a stat, but this is just an interesting thing. I don't know if y'all heard what Stephen A. said, but he was saying that they didn't, they haven't drafted an offensive player since they drafted Aaron Rodgers. Let that sink in for a second. So now-
0: they got good coaches, sound like that franchise been doing what they need to do.
2: But you also know that Green Bay don't bring in no big time free agents either on the flip side. So between not bringing in big big name free agents that that can be impactful players and drafting all defense, after a few years, I'm a to feel away because I feel like my, my prime has already slipped away. I'm one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game, which may be a little bit hyped up depending on who you you talk to about um, him have, being the best quarterback because you know that's been floating out there. So I can see how he can get frustrated in the background and you also never really hear from Aaron Rodgers like a lot outside of like him doing little radio um spots in in Green Bay so i don't know man i i, I think he will finish his, his his time out there man and and be done with it cuz i don't man. i'm not sure i'm not sure that he so, continues on in, a, in another jersey
0: so I take that with a grain of salt. Like, these players, like, when you work in these contract negotiations, especially, like, when you're the quarterback, I feel like that's something you can definitely add into your contract. Like, hey, get me some more help out here. (laughs) Definitely. Like, I need more help. Like, that should be expressed. I will take a certain amount of cut loads. You give me more help or this make this a priority. I mean, we just seen uh, old Brady talk about Like, he wanted some... Sign off on all that. I mean, we know Jordan, We watching the last dance, like he had a certain type of sign off on all these players that they'll bring in. They'll always approach him. It's just respect. Yeah. Yeah, Like, so where's Aaron Rodgers on that? I don't know where he falls in that. Is that something that he went there banging the table on and they still saying no? Or has he just been like, well, I'll make my money and just keep moving too? So I don't know how that backside, all I could tell was was put out there right in front of me. And business-wise, that's a good move for Green Bay, in my opinion. Yeah. I think it,
1: take
2: it Green all Bay, home, Rodrigo. I think for Green
1: Bay, it's basically, you got to remember, Aaron Rodgers has done some great things. He's a bad man. But this little business still a franchise. They still got to move forward. As far as the players that they have not drafted on the offensive end, yeah, they may not have drafted those players on the offensive side of the ball, but they've developed some players that we that we know now. Um, um you look Devontae, at the running back
2: they Devontae got Adams, Adams.
1: Devontae Adams, you know, people that they've acquired. So yes, they haven't drafted, but have they traded, have they signed, have they picked up? Yes. So to say they haven't drafted is just a way to try to build a story and an excuse for Aaron Rodgers. Because if that's the case, and now and I'm gonna go Prez, I'm 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 gonna take the role of Prez.
0: Oh, and I'm going to make this
1: shit controversial.
0: Oh, hold up,
1: Aaron Rodgers, we want to talk about what we haven't drafted. Have we talked about what they drafted every black quarterback that's been out? When they don't do, I mean, so are we building an excuse for Aaron Rodgers to be bad? And then when he be bad, can we go back and say, well, they haven't drafted a player for the offensive side of the ball for this many years. They wouldn't do that for the same for every quarterback. So I'm not going to sit there and placate and get into this whole who they didn't draft, and who they did draft last time I checked Devontae Adams they got they went and got Jimmy Graham um Aaron Jones is the running back that they've had so I mean they had Randall Cobb that's been on the football team so they've had players um Bontez Green Scantley these have all been quality offensive players tight play. end that
2: they just let go uh he was uh he was on the Saints Jimmy Graham Jimmy okay I ain't hear you I didn't hear you yeah. all
1: right So I'm saying so like for them so we're not gonna sit there and placate and pretend like Oh, poor Aaron Rodgers. And he's just, I can't believe they haven't given him any support. When he was winning, it was fine. But now that he is getting in the latter years, now we're going to do the same thing. Can you, can, did anybody talk about the support Michael Vick didn't have when he started playing bad back in um, in his days? Or Jameis my- Winston with all the oh, different J- you know, coaches. J- Jameis James Winston, I mean, look scenes. how bad they've done. Cam- even though he signed a stupid deal with the Saints. Cam,
2: Cam, yeah, Cam that, that
0: was
1: a dumb deal. <laughs> How many offensive players? We got We got Christian McCaffrey. What else have you got? I mean, so I'm not going to sit here and play this game. Aaron Rodgers is going to leave because it's going. It's, it's the trajectory. History repeats itself. Green Bay, they play you till they're done with you, and then you leave. Typical. All
2: right. That's it. All right, boys. Good, good, good. All right, one last sports thing, man. Andy Dalton is now a Cowboy signed to a one-year deal. How y'all. What, what y'all think about that move? Was it necessary? How disrespectful Cowboys, is I, I'm, it? I'm
0: happy about it.
2: I'm happy about it too. More
0: dysfunction, Uh, yeah, more dysfunction. (laughs) And the the Cowboys don't know how to use talent correctly. Like this ain't gonna work out. I'm happy he's not at the Patriots. (laughs) Like that's what I was more nervous about. You giving him a more competent quarterback. I want to see how Belichick make this Stidham thing work. And I'm a Harvard fan. Stidham should have been should be good. I just don't see him just reaching to those. Stidham was trash. Let's just
2: be. You ain't never talk about Stidham being
0: trash. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I, I'll go out on a ledge and say that one. Like, that boy looked like deer in the but headlights.
0: I, I just haven't seen, I mean, I like to say Belichick going to have him right, but mm, that's just elevating him that far when he was never elevated that, like, during college to that level. You know what I mean? Like, ooh, I'm not going to say he's going to be super elite. Not ready for that.
2: Yeah, I, I just, I'm like, man, I'm trying to think, like, I was thinking, like, what, what were we doing as far as the Eagles fan when we drafted Jalen Hurts? And I was like, damn, they had such a great draft. You know what I'm saying? But then when they when I saw that nude pop up on the ticker, I was like, yes. <laughs> quarterback controversy, because that's gonna be a real legit controversy. You know what I'm saying? Because now they're gonna drag this, this deal out with Dak. You think, okay, so you think Andy Dak is a better quarterback than Andy Dalton right now?
0: No. No. I don't. That's why I don't think it's gonna be a uh, controversy. Dang. Yeah, that's why. Uh, like when
1: you say quarterback controversy, there's no quarterback controversy at all. Okay. Them signing yeah. them signing Andy Dalton gives them a, a backup, a solid backup. But yeah. there's no controversy. This there's is Dak's no team. But I think this is Dallas's way of trying to position and to say, okay, you don't want to sign the deal we want. We we'll, we have another capable quarterback. We don't necessarily need to give you forty million dollars a year. Yeah. So yeah. this is more of a play for Dallas to get financial power in this situation than it is for. Yeah. But like I
0: said, just anything that just caused more controversy within Dallas, I'm fine with. I don't want them to win. I hate Dallas. Uh, yeah, I'm cool. I hate Dallas. Huh? Why do why I hate Dallas? Dallas? Yeah, I just I just don't like them. Don't like them as a team. Uh, don't uh, Everything they do, you know, they look good on paper. they just like the Redskins to me. You know what I mean? Like, it's never never sound moves. Like, uh, Gary should have been fired a while ago. Like, he was just going on and on. Like, they should, if they was making real moves, it should have been done a long time ago. It shouldn't have been waited this long. And that's just what they do. They stick with some players way, way longer. They stick with some coaches way longer than they should. Hey, yo, it's your boy, The prayers If you like what we've been doing, the topics we've been discussing, like, link, share, subscribe, and keep listening for more topics that will keep your ass off the couch.
2: Drizzy, Drizzy Drake. He dropped he dropped a, a mixtape, a project, a, I don't know what to call it, full of, you know, loose singles hand in and songs he'd been dropping on SoundCloud. Made it into a collection of songs, man. I like the shit. The shit jamming, man. Uh, it was necessary. It was needed. Uh, at seven time. songs. Seven songs. On the, oh, I think it's a little
1: bit than seven songs, but, you know. <laughs> seven songs. It's got some hits and misses.
2: Would you? I mean, what would you? You don't like the bat the latter half,
0: Perez, or the... uh That's me. I like the first half, like pretty good. Like I'm going on about the first seven or so song, minus Tootsie Slide, pretty pretty good. Come on,
2: you don't like Tootsie Slide? I know you was left foot up, right foot slide, right before we started.
0: The, no, no, I wasn't. No, I can't stand that song. I we caught you dancing,
1: Prince. Like we got it in the back. You was doing left well, foot make up. Make sure left y'all left put
0: that, that out there if y'all do. <laughs> but. And then, with the back back half of his album, it's more of that that slow uh slow rap like no no emphasis behind it, so I just I just didn't like his energy that he brought on the back half of that album that's that just me personally,
2: yeah, I mean for me man i you know exactly what this was it's just let me just throw something out here because I got all these songs out that's been out for like the last year or so and You know they better than a lot of people's full project. If if we being honest, uh, as far as um, being able to present it, I'm not talking about the guys that we like. I'm just saying as far as a body of work. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm
0: just saying like when you at that level, you got to quit with that nonsense. We don't compare Michael Jordan to. the lower levels. Like, when you're the part of the leech, you only get paired, compared with the elite. so what it, any project that he put out is going to get compared to, like, a Jay-Z, going to get paired, compared to a Kendrick type of deal. If he's choosing not to put out more trash in that time frame than they are and curating and putting together a, a solid project, that's his fault. That's what he's putting out there. And I'm going to grade him on what he's putting out. But point you got to
2: understand, the, time, the times adjusted. are different too, though, press The times are absolutely different. Like, the same way you can't judge the errors. In terms of sports, you can't judge errors in terms of how music is marketed and released nowadays because now cats are going to... If they feel like putting something out, they can put it out just like this. You know what I mean? And here you go. Here you have it. And sometimes it's a big success and sometimes it's not. And then the lines are blurred when we're talking about what's an actual album, what's a project, what's a mixtape. what's I don't know what the hell to think anymore. So as a consumer... I'm just like uh, I'm just going to appreciate the music for what it is. If it's jamming, it's jamming. Whether you took 20 years to prepare for this album or you just made this record last night. I'm listening to it with the same ears. I'm not thinking about all that legacy and shit like that. Just keep putting out dope shit and if it if it lands it lands. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But you know it does count against to your point press. It does count, count against you uh if you put out a lot of subpar shit. So
0: yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's that's that's it. It's gonna be counted against you. And if J. Cole only got this so much material, he's still in your hair. I'm gonna when they come up to it, I'm gonna be like, well, he didn't put out 97 songs that were just crap. You know, he cared about his audience. You know, uh, Drake on the other hand got a lot of stuff I can co- go point out. That was trash. That was trash. That was trash. Uh, this was amazing. It was great. This was amazing. It was great. You know what I mean? But drawbacks the, the like. If they had mixtape still, you could still say it was a mixtape. But I mean, like you're dropping everything on Spotify, so I'm taking it as a full-on project, EP, whatever you want to call it. Like it's a project. It's in your name. Your name is stamped on it. All right. Before I toss it, legacy.
2: before I toss it to our uh, de facto music aficionado, uh, <laughs> Um, what I will say, What I will say is, um, a lot of times, I don't get too deep into what it is, and I just appreciate what's presented to me. You know what I mean? So sometimes, like, uh, this this reminds me of, if you're, if you're reading this, this um, what was it called? If you're reading this, it's too late when he dropped that a few years ago. Huh. Or whatever. So he had a lot of dope joints on there, and he had some joints that was like, ah You know what I mean? But they weren't an album. It wasn't an album. That wasn't an album. He never distinguished it as one. You know, so I'm cool with that, because you, you can't have it both ways, in my opinion. So you can't say, damn, Nas don't drop. Okay, let's put Nas in a, as a comparison. You can't say Nas don't drop but every six, seven years, but then you have somebody like Drake who's at the top of the game, food chain-wise, as far as popularity and, and what he does, and then he drops, he keeps, he keeps it current. I like that rappers keep it current and keep giving me material instead of taking these long-ass breaks. You know what I'm saying? So I like that in my top-tier guys... To continue to feed the people, and if you make it, if it's an eighty percent, and it's not quite a, a album, I, I can live with that, and and I understand why you dropped it, and I'll leave sure. it at that. But Adrigo, um, can
0: I say? Yeah, yeah go, uh, go ahead, I, ahead, go ahead, I yeah, go ahead. Understand what you're problem. talking about that, like you, you're you're willing to take that journey with that artist, like that seemed like what he's doing, like as he's making an album of these Lucy's, like the ones that fell off the table. You still want to hear that music whereas uh the Nas or whatever they those things ain't never that they may get released in the lost tapes 18 years from now like (laughs) you may hear these songs but yeah I want to hear it in the moment yeah Drake you're hearing it in the moment that's what he's doing so I I can definitely see your point of view on that uh I think you played a card though the last album that I actually brought to Drake's was uh uh, if you're hearing this it's too late so he knew that it was kind of like I, I kind of hold that in a higher regard than the other stuff so uh, yeah I know yeah. you man I know you you're my man, <laughs> man. I, know you. I know I know what you listen to and what you like from from Drake and, and the
2: guys that aren't necessarily um, you know our go to guys as far as underground but Hadrico you got anything on this man Take
1: of course out. I was you know just reading a review just on it right now okay I was patiently waiting you know what is the Hadrico so, review you know I think it's a, it's a mixtape you know, it's basically Drake being Drake. He, I think he took advantage of the Tootsie Slide because he knows dance records last forever. Dance records are something that are going to get played forever. And for him on the business side, it was genius. You know, people still playing the goddamn cha-cha slide and the, and the wobble and the stupid stuff like this. So for him, with his his status, his whole album could be horrible. That one song is going to get him played for the next 10, 15 years. But he actually had some good songs on it. Um, prayers, I won't say after seven songs that it just completely fell off. It may have changed gears, but you got to remember that he only he's not just rapping for your ear. There are some people who don't like the first seven who would like the slower rap. So he's got to have a well-rounded kind of gamut to make sure he's capturing everybody. So he can make sure that when he drops something like this, he can get his entire vast audience. And I think he was able to capture that in doing it. Um, some people will tell you that the whole album is fire. Some rap aficionados, somebody like yourself who are extreme lyricists, will say this is trash. But the thing is, whether you're saying it's trash, whether you're saying it's great, guess what you're doing? You're listening to you're it. You're saying something. You're downloading it, you're playing it. So Drake's win. So overall in all, Drake's win. Now, but to be honest with you, this isn't really the album that I'm really looking forward to talking to y'all about. The album that I'm really looking forward to talking to y'all about is this Mosey, but I'll wait till we get to that one.
0: Mosey.
2: She <laughs> over here fronting. <laughs> he <said this>, <laughs> so the Mozzie ma- beyond bulletproof he, he tried he tried man he tried only so only so th- so long fake those can pretend hey. oh. good take us on out man cuz I, I didn't i didn't listen to it but at work and i was kind of you know busy you didn't listen
0: that to the Mozzie? i listened man. to it
2: but not in depth so you oh. got to you got to carry us on this one
0: so this is just initial reactions right off the jump, like we we ain't had them for too long. We talking about Friday, and we we sitting here on a Sunday right now. But my my initial thoughts through this album, I prefer the Mozzie Bullet Beyond Bulletproof better than the the Drake hands down. Like r- right now That's what I'm gonna go into the next week bumping probably next two weeks. And I have to come back to this Drake thing later on, minus the seven songs that may be on the playlist somewhere for me. Uh, but yeah, like uh. Bit, came a little bit more, like with stories actually in it, man. Like Mozzie, tell a hell of a stories up in here, man. Like I'm I was loving like this whole album. wasn't, it was probably like one song up in there that I didn't like. Uh, other than that, it was playing all the way through it. Each time I go back, I can't find something that I'm just jumping to. I want to play the whole album all the way through. I'm just liking the whole playthrough on this album.
2: For sure. All right. Y'all check that Mozzie out, man. Boys, uh, if y'all could do us a f- do me a favor, man. Let's let's do something a little different for the for the folks, man. Or maybe for the the Patreon folks. Uh if y'all could put together a few songs that y'all listening to right now, we can send them those uh those playlists. You know what I mean? We could do that for them or whatever, and uh kind of so they can hear this music because we uh, clearly we can't play it. Uh the music that we're talking about that we like, but we definitely can shoot you a playlist or whatever. So we're gonna shoot you guys a few uh a few tracks or whatever, what? Prez, Padrico and, and, and Cash stuff, is
1: feeling. man, because I think our playlist will be so different, man. Because you know yeah, what y'all, y'all listen to? Give them different vibes. To,
2: give them different vibes. Oh, different vibe, man. Give them different vibes, man. You know what I mean?
1: Also, want to take the time, man. And if if he don't listen, this is a test. And don't y'all say nothing about it, Cash. Prez, don't say nothing about it. Because if he don't say nothing about it, we gonna know. I want to take the time to say, Marty, happy birthday. If you don't reply and say that you saw this, I'ma know you're not listening to the part like you say you are. So we telling you happy birthday on the part from Hadrico Cash and Press. Yeah, I know he was at the virtual man. birthday party last night. But if you don't say thank you real quickly and you be telling out, y'all be on the part, I be listening. Your ass gonna be busted. <laughs> Got him.
2: Yep, happy 40th to the boy, Marty. Man, a lot of lot of uh, you know blessed to see 40 years, brother, man, and uh, blessed to be a part of about half of them as as your homie, man. So uh yeah man more blessings to you brother man
0: hey tell them where they can find us at though yo this is cash from don't
2: sleep on the couch podcast i know you asking yourself how can i support the podcast grow? don't worry i got you covered step one subscribe to our youtube page by searching don't sleep on the couch podcast or dsc podcast when you get there use some of our videos hit that like button and take it a step further and comment on the content Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, DSC underscore podcast. Same thing as step number one, searching Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. Follow us for all updates. Peace.